This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Becky Well Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And let's get back to the games. The magical Houston Texans are going up against the Bengals. Cincinnati's a six and a half point favorite. We've got a total of 47. Joe, as I mentioned in our last segment with John Daigle, T. Higgins expected to miss the game with a hamstring injury. Jamar Chase plans to play. So given that intel, how are you playing this one? Yeah, I don't know that we really have any intel on Chase at the moment. It was, he wasn't practicing. He has a chance to play. Of course, the player's going to say he hopes he can play. I was surprised that T. Higgins has already been ruled out. Like, that's usually something that happens on a Friday. But uh, that makes me think that uh, maybe there's some concern that this thing's going to linger a hammy uh, moving forward. And then there's stuff going on with the Texans injury report as well uh, to their offense. The most notable thing for me is the sevens are gone. There was money coming in on Houston plus seven. That was, there was buyback right then and there on Houston, even though Cincinnati is the hot team. It's a tough spot. Like they've had some all out performances against some tough opponents and they've got another tough opponent sitting there next week. Um, But yeah, I mean, it, it's been two games, but you got to give them credit. It's it's tough of a, an opponent you can play, and they have balled out. At seven, this was a consideration for the Texans. And, um, you know, that Higgins injury brings it down a little bit. And uh, But, you know, Nico Collins and Woods, we don't know about their status. Same thing with Pierce. You can run on this Bengals team a little bit, and it doesn't look like you're going to have them, even though the run game's been awful this year. But there is that ability of Stroud. Like he still, Tankdale had a huge game last week, a huge game. So there is that possibility. I'd only consider Texans, but now that all the sevens are gone and it's it's trending six at some spots, I'm I'm not interested, guys. And I thought about playing the total, but your Burrow's going to be missing one of his top options. It looks like Stroud's going to be missing one of his top options as well and uh there's that high ceiling quarterbacks like it makes you think under but then i'm like you know what these quarterbacks are so good uh we've seen them get it done with just about anybody so i i'm, I'm gonna be staying off this game all right there's is something i love in this game and i love cj stroud over his passing yards 249 and a half at bed mgm i just played it in the break the other reason is a lot of teams haven't been able to run the ball on the Cincinnati Bengals rush defense. So I think Stroud will have to pass it. And the Bengals past three opposing quarterbacks have averaged more than 300 passing yards. I don't think this is the week that CJ Stroud slows down. And I think he can definitely go over this passing yards prop, Ed. 
there's also the matter of game script where it's not just that the Texans, I mean, what is it? Uh, Damian Pierce, I think, is also a part of this injury report among yes, the 23 uh, casualties, more or less. So that mm-hmm. is also a big deal. So I look at this and go, game script might very well dictate if the Texans are trailing uh, massively, we're going to have to pass a bar, pass the ball a good bit more. So in that respect, uh, it makes sense. I still have concerns, though as this Bengals defense continues to evolve because they've also been on a similar upward trajectory as has Joe Burrow over these last few weeks. So in that respect, uh, it's not a play I'm going to make, but I certainly understand it and more than respect that process there. Here's the way that I look at this. It's a total of 47. So it doesn't exactly match the process we have here. But now that the number is at six and a half, if you are using, say, a player-based model, If your receiver is worth more than a field goal, then you need a new model. Because let's say Jamar Chase is out, as well as T. Higgins. Yeah, two significant pieces for Joe Burrow. But even if both of them are out, I trust Joe Burrow more than enough to be able to handle doing creative things like, say, play-action passing. Texans defense is really bad against play action passing. So I suspect there are going to be some unknown names who are going to be utilized. Burrow could also use his tight ends a good bit more. That's also a distinct possibility. But I feel like that Bur- that Joe Burrow is more than competent enough, especially as he's getting healthier, to be able to handle the injuries to his key wide receivers. And so my point is with this total being at 47, yeah, it's kind of high. But I cannot imagine the Texans winning this game outright, even with the Bengals injuries. And so if we tease this down, I think this is a really attractive teaser leg to Bengals minus half a point. Yeah, there's been a big adjustment on this for for sure. Like if we're looking at the number right now, it's moved two points from the look ahead. But the other part of that is everybody is so hot on the Texans. So that's what's fascinating about the line movement here. And yes, it's a reaction to some of the injury stuff. But the other part is the public loves both of these teams. Public loves Stroud. Yeah. Public loves Burrow. Like they're betting him for for MVP. Like it's going out of style. So it's going to be really interesting where this number ends up closing. Really interesting. We don't have anything because uh, we don't have any props on him because we don't know if he's playing. But we do know that Higgins is out. Chase is out there. We've got to bet those props, right? Probably. It's going to be all him. Yeah. He's going to keep feeding him all day. Mm -hmm. Probably a lot of yak as well. Like I could see some short passes out to him. And then he's the one who sort of makes it go after that. So, you know, yards would make sense. Longest reception. That probably makes sense to me as well, because what if they just go nuts trying to contain Chase and then everyone else is wide open? Well, I still trust Chase to be able to break free for at least one or two. So that's probably the best option for me. But receptions uh, might also make a good bit of sense because at least the targets will be there. Is anyone betting the over here? It's one of the highest totals. Is it the highest? No, No, it's not the highest. No chance. One one of them. them. Nope. I could not. Yeah, could could Stroud have a ton of yards and not score at all? Like things kind of get stymied in the red zone. That seems like a distinct possibility to me. Um, you know, maybe Texas I agree. Field I could see might actually make sense. I could see yeah. Stroud having a lot of yards and they still lose this game by more than a touchdown. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
it, it is the second shocked. most bet over though per uh, bet mgm uh in terms of tickets and so the public certainly likes a lot of points in this one but the public is clamoring for an over game they're not getting it in prime time so mm-hmm. you know definitely the desire the, the will is strong but i don't know if uh this will be another one that that's more of a stay away for me but anyway All right, we move on now to the Browns and the Ravens. Baltimore, six and a half point favorites at home with a low total of 38. Joe, what do you see here? Yeah, I mean, it's legit that these are the top two defenses in the league. Uh, Total, you mentioned the 38. So I wonder if people are going to be betting the under just following these two defenses. Probably not something you want to do with the way Lamar's offense is rolling right now. If we were to rank offenses, Right now, like you you could say, yeah, they're number one. In the year of the under, the, the Ravens' offense is on fire, and it brings us back to over the summer. There, there was all this chatter about what Munkin's going to do, how explosive they're going to be, and then the start of the season happened. Oh, what's going on? We heard so much about Munkin's offense. It's going to change, and they're going to be explosive. Now they are. Just took a little bit of time. A lot of these coordinator changes that that we talked about, that everybody was talking about in media, um, now they're coming to fruition. Now we see the impact Vic Fangio's having the Dolphins' defense, the impact Flores is having with the Vikings' defense, and what the impact of Munkin's offense is right now with this Ravens team. So um, it seems like respected money is coming in on the Ravens. It wouldn't surprise me if this number touches seven, which – at that point, I'd be like, whoa, what are we doing? Here? This AFC North matchup against this Cleveland defense, we're going to be at seven? We've come that far, and, and I respect the Ravens very much. Uh, but that that would seem like an incredible move, an incredible move. Um, look, I mean, you want to talk about mismatch. If we're going to do the quarterback thing, Watson versus Lamar right now? Jeez, I know they both have great defenses, but those two aren't even on the same planet. So, I mean, they had the the shutout last week and the final score looked fine, but Watson in what should have been a matchup where you take advantage, I can't say that he really balled out. So there's still a lot of concern there. I can't bet the Browns. I just can't. Not not going up against Lamar. Um, Yeah, I'm really – and the under, because of what Lamar can do – I can't get to the under, even though it's a divisional matchup and we've seen low-scoring affairs with these two teams in the past and the defenses are playing so well. Like Lamar could just just explode in this one. He, he really could. So uh, I'm uh, not going to do anything there. If anything, I would look to a, a Baltimore teaser if you had to. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hmm. I mean, Deshaun Watson looked decent in his return, but the Ravens have just been so good. I mean, they're clicking on all cylinders right now. I think they beat the Browns by double digits. So I like the Ravens minus six and a half. I don't think I have a problem laying this number. Cleveland just doesn't have enough offense to keep up with Baltimore, in my opinion. I I don't think it'll be close. I am going the other side here, and I will wait until this number gets to seven or assuming that it will get to seven at some point before kickoff, and then Mm -hmm. I want to pounce on the Browns. Model has this at minus 5.9, so emphasizing that quasi-key number six makes me interested, especially if there's a little bit of juice involved, but definitely waiting for a seven uh, if and when that happens. That's the play that I think that makes a lot of sense. Browns are going to force Lamar Jackson into deep throws. I think that's safe to say. On quick passes, the Browns are number one in the NFL defending those, so I doubt he'll try too many. But this game may be where we see Cleveland blitz at the highest rate they have had to all season long. And since 2021, look, Lamar Jackson has had a negative EPA per drop back against the Blitz. High sack rate of nearly 10%, pressure rate of nearly 40%. I get that there is a perfect storm happening in Baltimore right now with this offense, but I also feel like if you increase the sample size, it's such to where if the Browns are blitzing a good bit more and forcing Jackson to chuck it, I think that could work out well for Cleveland to at least keep this game close. Yeah, I it makes sense, certainly. Well, look, and just like from a betting perspective, uh, just simple approach. If we're not even going to break down the matchup, just look at the numbers. Okay, we've got a divisional matchup, teams that have a history of playing close, tight games, great defenses, low total, and you got a team that might be a seven-point dog. Just take the dog if you're just walking in blind, right? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Per- sure. I like that strategy. Mm -hmm. Certainly could there. One other prop real quickly. I like Amari Cooper over 20 half yards for his longest reception. Again, it's one of those deals where he's not going to get a lot of opportunities uh, against this Ravens defense, but I think one could be such where he breaks free. So over 20 half yards for his longest catch. That makes sense to me. Let's move on now to the Giants and the Cowboys. If you like New York, they're 10 to 1 on the money line, but otherwise it's a 17 point spread with a total of 39. Clearly, Aaron's going to take the Giants to win this thing outright, but Joe, are you going to do the same thing? Uh, yeah, give me the boys. I'm going to lay the number. We're at 17 now, bet MGM. I don't care. Even though I. It, Yeah, even though I just said low total, you take the dog. Here's the thing. I don't know that the Giants are getting to seven in this game. So I cannot do that. Uh, I expect the Cowboys to roll. Maybe they go to Matt Barkley at some point. How many times are they going to cross the 50? Not quite sure. Um, The Giants defense has been playing better, but it doesn't matter because they can't score any points with DeVito. You know, we talked with Aaron Schatz the other day. We were going over how – The Giants are by far, according to his uh, numbers, the worst team in football. And guys, a lot of that was before DeVito. Like That was with QB1 and QB2. And now they have DeVito and they're dead last at net yards per play. Like there's nothing positive that you could say about the Giants. And I'm fine laying the 17. Another angle that I find interesting, this tear that Lamb is on, 191, 158, 
117. Guys, the last two weeks, Lamb has had 30 targets. 30 targets over the last couple of games. Do we expect that to stop now? The prop is 77 and a half. That is way too short. That's way too short for Lamb. Not against G-Man. That's definitely one of my favorite plays. I I mean, I'm looking at how many ways you can exploit the Giants here. And CeeDee Lamb over 77 and a half seems pretty safe for me. I mean, that's... You look at his game log. I have it up right now. 191, 158, 117, 143, 77 his first week. It seems like he'll be able to fly over easily there. I guess if they're up so big, but at that point he will have gone over his props. So it doesn't really matter. It's not like yes. at 100. He was part of the reason. Yeah. He was part of the reason they got up so big. Right. Yeah. But that's the thing is even when they are up big, they're still throwing the football. They'll keep their starters out there longer than perhaps they should. So in that respect, I love the CD lamb over not to mention Dak Prescott's been throwing beyond 10 air yards a good bit more consistently these last couple of weeks. And he's had to start the season. So throw it deep, throw it early, throw it often. CD lamb. I think that's a great play. And the Cowboys are going to cover that massive spread. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Joe, Aaron, and I come to blows because we have some very strong opinions about Lions, Chargers, and Falcons, Cardinals. Ring the boxing (laughs) bell. It's the BetQL Network.